two North Whipple in the alley shot fired caller states they were fighting one shot hurt. What's up? I'm Jeff Weiss, a writer. And I'm No Can Do, a rapper. And this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and Dijaram cigarettes. Cloves. <laughs> To the uninitiated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those those uh, ones that smell like the ham, the, the Christmas ham. Yeah, they're from Bali, actually, which is why I... They're from I, Bali? I believe so, yeah. Indonesia. See, I don't really believe that because, like, you know, Bali shag cigarettes, like, yeah. the that's the not from Bali. That shit's from fucking Norway or something like that. I did not know that. Exactly. Anyways, how was uh, your back mm-hmm. from your, your Far Eastern swing? Is that not the right? Probably not the right. It's probably inappropriate. Far Eastern swing? Far Eastern. Yeah. Well, I was going thinking, through. I was thinking about it's that. Like saying the Orient. Well, no, no. I don't think it's the same. It's actually the exact same thing as saying the Orient. But one in Spanish, one in how English. How is the Orient? No can do? No, but I was thinking about that. Like being not from Europe, right? And yeah. being on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That's actually West. You know, so I'm just west. I'm not east. Right now you're west. Or no, you're west in... No, right now I'm east of Japan, you know? That's true. So this so is technically I'm, the east coast. This, yeah. This, <laughs> so this, the whole the east coast, west coast the beef east, was wrong. The east coast of the Pacific Ocean. Um, I ate a whole lot of fish uh-huh. uh, in Japan. Yeah. Um, random Americans, I would talk to them or whatnot. They'd be like, are you afraid of the Fukushima poisoning? I was like, fuck no. <laughs> You're like judging from the idiots who posted on my Facebook page, no. No. I'm dude, everybody in my family has died of cancer. Like, you know, it's gonna happen to me. I might as well enjoy some really good sushi while I <laughs> while I do it. Wait, like white like people from America were asking about the Fukushima thing? Like you're just random Americans, you know, I ended up Shut talking up. to or like Australians and like That's Oh, have you eaten any sushi since you've been out here? I was like, like What am I insane? Of course. Yeah. I'm snorting it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look at this. I've got it attached right here like a fucking nicotine patch. <laughs> yeah. You know, but... um, Give me your fish or give me sorrow. Um, I went to Bali. Yeah. I played a... I played nothing but pack shows everywhere with Low End Theory. And then I did one with me and DJ Nobody in Bali. And uh, that was like fucking... Bali is just like Compton, but more is more just like Tijuana. That's my favorite DJ Quick song. Bali yeah. is just like Compton. <laughs> exactly. And like, dude, it's fucking... People riding scooters and people stealing things and like seven year olds on Molly begging for change on the street. And, um, you know, uh, I ate a little bit of pig brain or a little bit of cow brain. And uh, I, I said, you guys went to Jiro Dreams of Sushi's brother's place or son's place, right? Son's place, yeah. I saw, was that was the- good. I saw those daddy calf just stunning on Instagram. I was just like, oh, I want that sushi so bad. Um, it's, it's the best. It's the best sushi that I've ever had. Um, it, and he gives you 14 pieces. And I'm like. If I can make that's all you get is fourteen pieces. Fourteen pieces, yeah, you get fourteen pieces. It's like seven thousand dollars probably for fourteen pieces of sushi. I mean, it's a lot of money. <laughs> but one one thing I can say is that fourteen pieces, like if you use the same theory to set up an album order, it would be fucking amazing. How so? Just because, man, there's a certain high points in the in the in the in the order of the sushi. There was certain like little little things that he did, like, and then he ended with the little egg, just like you know Questlove was talking about. That's I'm just like Compton. That's exactly how your how your record should end. It should end with something sweet and fluffy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. preferably of an egg based type mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, a lot happened while you were gone. What happened? I in mean, in the world. 
Yeah, I mean, I was watching it on uh, Facebook, and I try not to react because it's Facebook. The Donald Sterling thing. We were going to have a whole episode with, with uh, Mike Eagle, but... We should do it. We should still do it. Should we? We should do, like, a side episode. That's what I was thinking of, a side episode. We Maybe next week we'll drop something if the Clippers continue to win. If mm-hmm. not, we'll forget about this, and racism will have been <laughs> abolished by them. Adam Silver getting rid of Donald Sterling. Racism is like a splinter that keeps going deeper and deeper in your skin until one day you forget that it's there until you, you know... We also have Rob. And then you from pin Hell. your finger, and then it pops out again. We also, we also have Rob from Hellfire Club, just chilling. Rob is my oldest friend. Yeah. Rob is my my oldest friend. I'm not that old. I mean, my <laughs> one of you, Terry, and Marcel. Rob like, is fourteen. <laughs> you, Terry, and Marcel, like my friends from high school. So. Yeah. Yeah. My other friends, like my middle school friends, one of them ended up, you know, you know. Being a scumbag, you know, like you guys are like my most trusted friends, <laughs> my trusted old friends. So, um, also, you have a huge hole in your crotch right now. I just wanted to apprise you of that because you're like, you guys are my trusted friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, says the guy with the huge hole in his crotch. Back um, at Airwolf, you would have never noticed. <laughs> yeah, we would have had a table there. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, the Donald Sterling. You know, it was funny too. There's nothing actually funny about the Donald Sterling thing, but I think it's funny. What? No, well, Vistaviano is funny. His mistress. Have you heard the fucking tape? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, well, that, yeah, the tape is a kind of, a, well, it's like a comic form of racism that you don't often see anymore. It's it's not so much that it's just racism. Like, yeah, it's ins- he's just like, he's just like, look, you know how the world is. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> look, you can fuck whoever you want, all right? That was what was I found. And like, you like can- <laughs> of all the black people in the world, Magic Johnson yeah. is the one who's like, you can play Russian, <laughs> Russian roulette with that AIDS sperm you if you want. You said you could fuck Magic Johnson. <laughs> That shows a lot of tolerance. Oh, my God. Seriously. But so he's just like, I just don't want you to broadcast it because you know how people are. And then and then he was like, but you hang out with whoever you want to. You're like, bitch, I'm me. I can be seen who I want. You know what else was funny was that it was such a setup. Like, in the whole time, I kept on thinking about the Gangstar song, it's a setup. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. But she's like, I don't understand, Donald. Why do you not like black people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, this is the ultimate setup. Like, she was saying, everything to make yourself out. That's how, like, the police would tell you to set someone up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly and into the mic. <laughs> Look, man, I'm about to put this out because this bitch tried to rip me off, right? I was writing some stuff for fucking Mel Gibson's baby's mom. I was writing... Oh, Oksana. They hired me. Oksana o- Gregoria or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, she set him up in the same way. I love Braveheart, bro. <laughs> you know, when I heard Mel Gibson say, I hope you get raped by a pack of niggers, it hurt my heart. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It, it really did hurt my heart. But uh, I think, like, first and foremost, this is what we have. We realize that people, old people especially. Yeah, he's old. That's what I was like. Old people, Australian people, you know, sometimes, <laughs> like, white men, they feel threatened by the world, right? Yeah. You know, because they're just like, we've got all this, we've got all this power. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the niggers and then there's the Jews and then there's the Mexicans and there's the Japanese they're all coming to get us you know <laughs> one slam dunk or fucking Toyota at a time yeah. and, and you know or bar mitzvah or bar mitzvah at a time and I feel like you know like I, I'm just mad that these bitches are setting setting these dudes up like <laughs> cause like, one day it's gonna happen to us Jeff one day we're gonna be in power you know and it's gonna happen to us. I'm like in my head. I'm like like thinking of ways in which I could be set up. I'm like probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I there was the only thing is like he is a senile old man, and you like there were like sort of things that 
from like a First Amendment standpoint, like you're kind of just like, it's just weird mm. to think that we live in, a, in an age where it's like, I mean, you can't defend anything he said. Yeah, it's yeah. just the joke. But it is pretty wild that like you can make an offhand comment that someone is secretly recording it gets leaked, and then you can lose your billion dollar <laughs> basketball franchise. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to say, I mean, the truth is, honestly, he didn't, he didn't lose the franchise. He's going to. You can't take to. a business from a person. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you can't do it. No, like, let's say I have a fucking taxi cab, right? Here's my thing. And I do a bunch of fucked up shit. You can't take a ta- you can't here's take my, ta- my, my only my way to make Donald money from Sterling me. should never have been own- he should not have been owning a basketball team. They, they tried to kick him out like 1982 because he was like talking about tanking, like how like, they needed to tank. What the fuck is tanking? Tanking's like yeah. losing on purpose. Yeah. But, oh, okay. But they should have. I mean, see, that's some jock shit, right it's there. It's really on Donald Stern, Dara, David Stern for not throwing him out when they had that big housing discrimination lawsuit where, I mean, the guy got had to settle the largest housing discrimination lawsuit mm-hmm. in U.S. history. It was like $2.75 million. But that has nothing to do no, that with that other business, though. No, but you should have got thrown out. Come on. Like, you, you, a housing discrimination lawsuit, it's a federal court case. Like, no, that big, doesn't have anything to do with that. It's totally too different No, but there's things. like ethics contracts and there's yeah. like, like... Where you can't bring shame upon the business. Yeah, you're just... You, yeah? yeah? Well, it's like it's like owning McDonald's. It's not like owning like your own... It's like you own a franchise. You don't own like... Oh, okay. You don't own like... It's not a business he built by hand. He got the rights to own the franchise in a league that has a certain code of decorum. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he should have been thrown out then. So, like, on some level, no, you can't take any. But it is it is weird to think mm-hmm. that in like an offhand comment, and it's it's testament to the kind of world that we live in now. I mean, here's the thing: we, me, and you had this conversation mm-hmm. a long time ago, and when we both said, like, the thing that like black people and Jews have in common is we think that everyone's out to get us, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, because it has happened yeah. in situations. Maybe we can yeah. just edit this part out. But I'm, I'm getting to <laughs> I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point. Basically. We're gonna lose this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but basically, I feel like, uh, how do you say, like, like this? Him saying that this is just a whole bunch. There's gonna be a whole bunch of like black people that are just like confirmed. I told you that they didn't like us. Yeah, you know. Lot. I mean, and the well, it's it was bad as a Jew because you're like you're like just. Just no, just stop. Is he you're Jewish? Like, yeah, well, he's Jewish. There was a whole part where he starts like when he's like, "Look, it it's is not real. me." Yeah, in yeah, Israel, yeah. you're like, "Just, just shut up." <laughs> yeah. Well, Israel, I, think, I feel like he, I think he just, Israel has a racism problem too, from what I've heard. But you know, I think every fucking country has a racism problem. You can't go any like if you're like, you know, fucking in South Africa. You know, this is like, oh well, yeah. You know, it's like and it goes but, without saying. Just, dude, people don't like different people. Xenophobia is a real fucking thing. Totally. And then usually... Well, look, people... Look, even in Rwanda, like, they were, like, Hutus and Tutsis. People are always not going to like whatever the other is. Yeah, well, especially if it's, like, the working class is, like... Yeah. Or, or the poor class the is trying to, like... power system. Build, yeah, Shiites and Sunnis. There's always you know? going to be, kind of, whatever the other is. They're not, I mean, that's ridiculous, too. You're fighting over some, like, caliphate... Like, some who... You know, which successor happened... 3,000 years ago and your family said this, you know, I don't know. What can you do? I don't know. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Rob, Rob what do you think? You haven't said much and you're smarter than me and you always have been <laughs> well, since I mean, ninth grade. All this stuff really does come down to money. I mean, you know, someone in his position is going to be judging people based off money and if you're seeing a lot of poor people that happen to be black, it's going to be easy to to judge them based off of that and stereotype and think that, you know, even if all black people aren't that way, like, oh, well, 
they look like they might be that way, and that's bad for business. It's just that old school model. I mean, like everyone has grandparents that, like, you know, like every white person has my, grandparents. My grandmother is racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's grandparents are kind of racist. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, the other thing that was, uh, you know, the v, the v Stiviana part of it is is, is pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part because she just was. Her name was like I think uh, Maria Perez. I think was her name, and uh, she changed her name to V Stiviana, not ironically because of racism. She said that she was never accepted, but she's she's had so much plastic surgery done, yeah. and like it's just it's, and that she's like roller roller skating around her like one point five million dollar condo that he bought her in like West Hollywood in like in like a Daft Punk visor. <laughs> She's roller skating, literally? She's literally, literally roller, roller skating. skating. Yeah, yeah, like what the press is like following her. And she's like, no comment. And you're like, stop roller skating outside. It's, it's like she took you whatever. You know you got an Equinox membership. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like whatever Mariah Carey took when she was like having her rainbow and butterfly yeah, breakdown. Exactly. That's what she's on right now. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and you know the other funny thing about it, too, is, like, that I, uh, the, all, like, Sterling's shadow, like, to stick skeletons in his closet are now kind of coming up, and, uh, I actually played basketball when I was in the first grade with Donald Sterling's son. Really? Scott Sterling. Uh, yeah. yeah he was, he, he's dead now of a drug overdose, which is really sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's kind of harder to be sad for when rich, really rich white kids that grew up in Beverly Hills to have drug overdose. It's not, doesn't, like, speaking of, but it's, speaking like. Speaking of dying, let's, let's, like, let's, let's switch the topic. All right. right. <laughs> Anyways. When I was on the road, fucking uh, <laughs> DJ Rashad. Yeah, that was really sad. He passed away. And everybody was wondering what really happened. You know, um, he was supposed to play low end once and he he came 45 minutes late. Somebody else has some speculative bullshit about him taking hella dope. We were all, I, you know, I was like, man, he probably died of like some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then he ended up dying of a blood clot. Yeah. You uh, know. Yeah, I don't want to cast. I mean. He got deep vein thrombosis maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that DBT. I mean, when you have your album, when your album is called Double Cup, people are gonna always speculate about drug intake, mm-hmm. which is which is not to speculate. I mean, it's it's actually very tragic. I mean, he's an amazing DJ, and it's really sad. But what actually is? Uh, I'm sad that he died before uh, he was able to develop footwork because I kind of he footwork I think isn't good. I mean, he made a lot of music and he made a lot of music, but I feel like that shit is so infant still. Like he's gonna be the Jay Dilla footwork though. Yeah, but Dilla had so much more work out yeah and he had so much work put like in the in the in the folds and then there was other people that were like i'm about to do this shit like there's your lotuses that were ready there's mad libs who they who yeah who who was just there's nobody as good as rashad doing what rashad did that's like you know i don't know it's i i fear that that footwork is just gonna be like i think it's it's gonna be this summer I, and then it's gonna be gone. Maybe I don't know, but that's how electronic music generally is, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's very. I mean, trap was last year, and you know, yeah. middle could be. It's just how it is. But it was really sad. What's crazy though is, Rich Homie Quan had those two seizures yesterday or mm. two days ago, which is like I was. I heard he was watching that one Pokemon episode. <laughs> he was watching. <laughs> he was watching Love and Hip Hop. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a brain explodes from Love and Hip Hop. Um, no, I. Rappers need to stop doing lean. I know, like, because Little Wayne and Rick Ross and Rich Homie Kwan and have had seizures in the last year. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I was, <laughs> that's lean because that, like, what it, happened to rappers selling dope? What happened? <laughs> what happened to that? Well, that's I. Who was that? Your theory, or I think it was Zilla's theory, where I think maybe where like the, like now the rapper is the con, consume, consumes. They went from being the the salesman to the you know. The, now, actually, I saw that on an interview with the Flatbush Zombies. 
Oh, really? Those dudes were just like, you know, but they were just like, yeah, man, you know, back in the day, it used to be, used to be, be about, you know, the dude dealing the dope, but now it's about, you know, us. We just faded. And I'm just like, don't ever be proud about being a dope fiend. <laughs> don't ever be proud about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a good but I guess times times have changed, you know? Yeah, that shit is crazy. Lean sounds awful. <laughs> like I once I once robo tripped in college and I fell asleep. Into Pardon a- me. It was like some. <laughs> what I, the fuck get, is like, robo trip? It was like robo tussin and soda. Okay. And it was disgusting. It was not really robo trip. I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I fell asleep into a slice of pizza after listening to sipping on some syrup, and I was like, eh, "It's pathetic." <laughs> um, and that then, shit took Pim C out, bro. Yeah, right. Pim C a normal like what else? Uh, think about it. I don't think like a, a guy with an elephant gun could have taken Pim C out. The fucking <laughs> lean took Pim C out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit is. I mean, like a healthy otherwise like a thirty two, thirty three year old guy. Yeah. yeah. That shit is crazy. Are you, are you I, do, I just feel cocaine like, can't take you out like that usually. Only heroin and lean because they're both they're like opiates. I mean, but heroin doesn't really take you out until you really and you really have to fucking go hella hard with fucking heroin. And you when somebody's going out for I know a guy that's been up and down on heroin for the last fucking yeah. since I've known him. William Burroughs lived to be like eighty five on heroin. Exactly. And he stopped doing it. Heroin but. doesn't damage your body as no. hard as a bunch of different drugs. No, stimulants just, fuck it up the worst. Yeah. So it's just the fucking. The AIDS that you but, may get from sharing needles, the fucking over over overuse or mixing it with other things, you know. This is the the drug. Stay away from drugs. Episode of Shots Fired. <laughs> no, don't stay away from drugs, but just like I, I, I would never encourage that. But you know, just lean. I would encourage people staying away from lean. Three seizures from three different rappers yeah. in one year. That's insane. But that's the thing. Like, if rappers, real talk, if rappers could fucking, I know, I know me, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, my vices are fucking alcohol and cigarettes, and, you know, if I had the chance, it'd be women, right? So, like, like I can, if I'm on tour and I'm fucking bored, like, the way my voice sounds right now, I'm going to fucking smoke a pack. Yeah. Um, oh, I have free drinks tonight. I'm going to kill this fucking bottle. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, I'm going to take a Vicodin and fuck 10 groupies before I go on stage. That's what would happen. That sounds dreamy. <laughs> Not a Viking. I meant to say a Viagra. <laughs> but so basically, like, like, you're more impressive than I thought. <laughs> but um, but like you know, like it's just the money. Like like we're not supposed to. I feel like we should like do something. There needs to be somebody there to control that money. Yeah. Because like well, Wiz I mean, Khalifa right now, rappers are always in the, <laughs> their best interest at hand. Not at all. Wiz Khalifa right now, he looks like Cruella Deville. <laughs> Not like Cruella Deville. Wiz, uh, Wiz Khalifa looks like the the high school stoner. He's just like, uh, you know. Yeah, you're like, how are you gonna get past twelfth grade? <laughs> he looks, he like, looks like a zombie. Like, yeah. Weedin' boys, like that song is horrible. That is the worst. Song. Nobody could fucking tell him that because he's so bad, so high, so popular. It's popular like all over the radio. Because he just ripped off. He's that a, doesn't mean anything. He swag dracula the Chicago, like, Little Dirk, mm-hmm. and he also swag dracula the Sad Robot. Speaking of which, speaking of Little Dirk, he was on the, the XXL released their top ten freshmen. Yeah. Which I have to preclude by saying that I write for them. Yeah. So I can't say anything negative. But I actually do think it's a good, pretty good list. Like, there's obviously things I wouldn't have picked. My criticism is how come everybody's on, on the list has a fucking number one hit already, or has a fucking hit on the well, radio? I think the rule, no, they don't. None of these guys do. Who's um, a, who's on it? Okay, first one, Chance the Rapper, which is like a no-brainer. Obviously, who's going to be on it? 
Yeah, but you that shit's me. already on fucking Rolling Stone. They're not reporting nothing new. He was already. But like, come on. Like, no, no, no. Magazines. Okay, you come on. Let's sell magazines. You can't <laughs> just be like, I'm gonna pick the ten most underground people that no one's ever heard. No, of no, no. But it's compared to what they've done in the past. But continue. But it's people that haven't sold one a commercial record. So it's fair. That's like the thing. If you haven't had a commercial record in stores. Uh, but he's on the cover of Rolling Stone already. They're not doing he's anything new. On the new. cover of Rolling Stone. He, or he, he's fucking been in Rolling Stone. He's been on the cover of other shit. Continue, All continue, right, continue. I agree with Jeff. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> Rob, you're on my side. You're my friend. Rob's my friend now. <laughs> Rich homie Kwan. But the fucking number one record. Twelve. Wow. T has like twelve. <laughs> That's fine. I, you know, I mean, young. And to be fair to them, Young Thug was going to be on it and like dropped out at the last second. No. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> young Thug is amazing. Young Thug is pretty tight. <laughs> Seen from far. Yeah, from like far. I bet you Young Thug for you as a country singer. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Future <laughs> fucked up and just created a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign, now that which is interesting, not, not a rapper. Number one hits. Yeah, he has got big hits. Okay, um, continue. They have they never heard of Toot It and Boot It? And a shots fired <laughs> guest, <laughs> August Alsina. Number one hits, or he has a hit on the radio. He's got a hit on the radio. Uh, Vic Mensa from Chicago. I'd give it to Vic Mensa. Vic, Vic instead of ch- not. I'm just talking about like I feel like the freshman list was how you discovered what was gonna pop next. Nah. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. It's always been like this. So are you saying J. Cole and Yellow Wolf and fucking... They were already big on the internet. It's just the internet but they didn't have any. Gr- they didn't have any hits on the radio, though. But neither does Chance or Vic. Or neither does, like... But but Chance Chance occupies a different world. Right. Chance occupies Pitchfork world. Yeah. He, he occupies indie rap world. So he's not going to have a hit on the radio. Right. Isaiah Rashad got on it, which was awesome. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, that was a good pick. Um, Little Dirk. Little Dirk makes sense. Little Dirk made sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was a pretty good... Uh, Kevin Gates? Kevin Gates makes sense. It's a pretty good list, honestly, all things considered. I hate to, like, you know, come off like... like, But it was pretty solid. I think they're paying you. They are paying me. <laughs> Can t- who's uh, next? Uh, I'll talk shit, though, if they suck. Um, Little Bibby is pretty good from Chicago. Um, He's on it. See, I see. I want to be like, who? And yeah. then I want to look for him. John Connor, I don't agree with. Who the fuck is John Connor? Some guy that's on Aftermath. He's, he's fine. He can rap. He's like a slaughterhouse type. He yeah, can rap, but uh, but that's what aftermath does is they yeah. they sign like the hardest hitting fast. They sign the fucking Russian from Rocky yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. <Just> let, <laughs> it's always they sign the game. <laughs> yeah, they sign dudes that have like really big lats. You know. <laughs> yeah, aftermath you can't get signed until you take off your shirt first. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me let me measure your lats. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog. Uh, so I thought that was a uh, Jaron Benton. Do you know who that is? Um, that sounds. He's on funk volume. Stuff. He's 32. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaren. <laughs> Which, like, I'm like, all right. I, I just, you know. But content. I mean, I don't. Th- Jaren, yeah. I don't think Jaron Benton. He's fine. I don't think Jaron Benton think is he, as good as like Dizzy Wright because I think Dizzy no. Wright's on that People, level. Yeah, he was last year. I but think he was Jaren on as a freshman last year. I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 My gut instinct is that that was the replacement pick for Young Thug. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had to guess, I don't have any inside information. Seen her from afar. Um, and then oh my God, Troy, yeah. Troy Ave from New York, which was like, come on. Hey, I want to say it right it's now. Fine. Troy Ave bit my fucking jersey, Steve, bro. There was nobody <laughs> wearing soccer jerseys, and then he started wearing soccer jerseys after. He's fine. He's not a bad rapper or anything. But, no, he's not. But he's just kind of bland. He's better than French Montana, I think. But who I think yeah, but French Montana has French like Mon- all, Montana has like is fun. Eyes, like ball bearings. He's fun. He, he, you There's wanna, nothing fun about French. You want to kick it with French Montana? Like, no, you don't want to fuck him. I don't. You wouldn't want to have a beer with French Montana. Yo, he's so stupid. Like I imagine like a you wouldn't want to go eat a burger with French Montana. No, there's nothing interesting about him. You wouldn't want to talk about early New York 
mixtape street video shit. For, I would want to. I like. I just. I'd want to talk about watch, all the shit all that I happened at the Rutgers. Is watch like. DJ Khaled and French Montana have a conversation and just like be amazed at like just what comes how many ad libs can be like <laughs> taken away from that conversation? Just like I imagine them flipping over tables and just screaming out like how great their lunch is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, I can't I can't empathize with him because he's got the song uh, "Ain't Worried About Nothing," which is the least Jewish song ever made. <laughs> like they're like you're like I can't empathize. I'm like worried about nothing. How are you not worried about anything? Yeah. <laughs> I you know I kind of I, I like that. I mean. I'm worried about things, but I like I like to like vicariously live through people that aren't worried. Because when I'm not worried, it's tight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, we, anyways, we have racking on this episode. Who actually made uh, So It Goes, which yeah. is their album. It's actually one of my favorite rap records made this. I year. forgot that we're even having a podcast, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. We're just we're just kicking and drinking our coffee, just sipping our lattes. Yeah. We're, we're just drinking regular coffees, just so. No, this, <laughs> this, this is like it's from a taco shop place, bro. We're not. Yeah. There's no steam. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get the steamed at all. It's nary a drop of steam. There, this didn't go <laughs> through an espresso press. All right. All right. Yeah. Racking. Yeah, listen to their story. Good, good story with us. Uh, Sporting Life, Wiki, and Hawk. Mm-hmm. Hawk Those in. dudes were really cool, man. I'm glad they came in and, yeah. and had the conversation. I'm, I feel uh, Sporty Life was the older the producer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's very, very calm and reserved. Like the old guy that kind of like has everything under control. And the young guy, which he was... Uh, he was old comparison to like they're, they're super young. Like well, the older guy was my age, you yeah. know. But yeah. the young guy with, you know, the missing teeth. What was his name? <laughs> that did not admit. He had like a gap. He had a gap. Uh, <laughs> Wiki, dude, he's clever as fuck. Yeah, Personality he's shining. He too. He's a young star. Yeah, and, he, and he yeah, had bars, yeah. Fucking rap too. Yeah. Um, Cool. All right. Now that we've offended them. <laughs> no, 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 no. We didn't offend them. Can we just be... Would you be offended? I agree with no. Jeff. <laughs> You're my friend, bro. This is Shots fired. Shots fired. It will only be me and Rob from now on. Stop You best. On the west side, highway or get high. My way, hanging at the left side of a skyscraper. Uh, uh, my words word have drifted. Sideways, my brain in a tri-state, mind state. Thinking no vibe, they thinking that I'm vain. Cause when I spit, you see my veins bulging out. Hold this cut from my blade. Then he used to cut cold cuts five ways. Five ways. Thin, slim, extra slim, large, extra large.
What does it start? This is our big pun tribute episode. Want to start? It is. Yeah. Is it unofficially? Really? No, I've decided. No, yeah, I know yeah. you guys are big, big pun fans. So, yeah. thought. Sorry about that. I love pun. <laughs> how? How? Um. I mean, was what was the first like? You're coming up in New York, like so. You were growing, you you guys are 19, now. 19 and 20. 19 and 20. I'm 32. I'm 19. 32. So did you grow up in New York? No. no. Where did you grow up? Um, Virginia. You should probably introduce yourselves because yeah. they're gonna be listening. So cool. Oh, yeah. 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 Sporting life. Wacky. Hawk. Racking. Whack racking. Yes. How'd you come up with the name racking? Uh, I think Eric came up with it, but like it was when me kind of we came up. With the, I don't know. Like Eric had a bunch of names written, and that name just kind of stuck out. That originally what it was, what it was, but then just after that, like I mean, it made sense. I don't know. It's just like kind of the. The like uh, high and the low, you know what I mean? Like the the yin and the yang, kind of like the rat and the king. But then yeah. at the same time, it's like it's like all these rats tangled together, like you know what I mean? But like living as one, kind of like our influences and shit, like our like the different things that influence us and stuff. I thought it was a Ninja Turtles reference, but it, yeah. originally, <laughs> originally it was a Ninja Turtles. Yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. also it's that too. It's that some yeah, it's the anti-hero. Some you know, like taking something like you watch when you were a kid and being like flipping it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks dope when you write it. Yeah. Did you guys, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. <laughs> Raphael. What about you? <laughs> I didn't have one. You you didn't have one. <laughs> I wonder if that'd be like a if you could work as a group if you had all three. Man, of the you're same. Rough. I feel like you'd have to have yeah. different. Yeah, he's favorites. more Raphael. I'm just saying that was my yeah. favorite. Yeah, you're that's, definitely right. That's one of those things yeah, like this. I'm like Leonardo. All like characters in a team yeah, or whatnot. You can tell which one is the is the dude. Like if you were to ask a group, people like like who's who's Raphael? Like you yeah. know, like or who you know the guy that says I'm Raphael is usually like like I could be like the leader, but like <laughs> I like to fuck around though. Like it's like the Jared Smith. Yeah. No, but he's kind of like the like intense one, you know. Exactly. Raphael, it's like, you gotta calm him down. Shit. I thought it was Moody. I yeah, was throwing temper tantrums. Yeah, he was the hood nigga. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's you. The DMX. That's you. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Why you always want to eat people? Yeah. But, uh, mm. yeah. I'm definitely Mikey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Pizza. Well, well, I know we talked about this before, but what part of New York you guys you grew up in? Uh, we all kind of from uptown. I'm from the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Okay. I met him when he was in the Heights. Watch the Heights. He was staying in oh, Washington Heights. and Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uptown. 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 Okay, cool. So when did you guys all meet? Um, I met Hawk. Me and Hawk have known each other since we were in like second grade. But like, uh, we met Eric at like I was rapping at like a park jam, and it was like. <laughs> It was chill, but like yeah. I, I, like he, yeah, basically Just came up to him after he was like. We had some mutual friends and stuff. Talk. We had some mutual friends, so like, and we had been kind of like thinking about working with each other, kind of like I don't know, like someone sent me your beat or something, I don't know, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. We once we like actually met and talked, then it was like more natural, and we all were like, all right, let's meet up and like try to work on something, mm-hmm. and then like first it was just meeting up and just talking and just shooting the shit and like picking each other's brains and then eventually like Rat King came out of that so okay how'd you guys meet Eric? that's how we met Eric oh okay I'm saying me oh yeah my bad you guys met okay at the park gym okay at the park that's, gym that's what I was talking about at the yeah, park jam that shit like doesn't seem like coming from LA like I couldn't imagine a park <clears throat> jam like what is a park jam? oh it was kind of like some new school park jam it had like some yeah. no wave bands it had like Pat was spitting it was hosted by like 
one of those dudes from like some old school rapper I forget his name yeah but it had like yeah a couple of bands and like Pat Spitting and like a DJ or something yeah. it was thrown by this dude um, Aaron one of our friends and it was so it was chill it was a nice day so it was yeah. uh when when was like 06 07 later probably not like what year uh, it was like three years ago or some shit yeah. it was 2011 so you guys were well you were probably growing up in the middle of like I mean, when New York was like fifty, was fifty one of your first rappers, or were you not? Yeah, really fifty. Know? Yeah, that was the like, Get Rich or Die Trying. I was like, was the album record. for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. trip off like that record because I think if we're we're just talking about people's first record. I feel like Fifty Strength was like his range. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do yeah. a Twenty One Questions. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the same I time, I was just thinking I was writing a story about how it's so funny that Fifty was like uh, hating, on, like it was about singing how like all like a lot of rappers now sing, and a lot of R and B singers now rap, and like how there's not much of a difference as much as there used. There's probably less of a difference than ever. And I was saying how Fifty was just merciless to Ja Rule for singing, and then like by uh, his second album, he was just like singing every hook. Well, pe- people already wanted a reason not to fuck with Ja Rule. Yeah, it was like you know people were already like. <laughs> I, I kind of want a reason if it yeah. just gave everybody He embarrassed me for having the name Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Young Thug redeemed it, though, so that's cool. I mean, I feel like 50 was singing even in Power of the Dog. Oh, definitely. Right? Yeah, it's murder. Like, yeah. I won't yeah, like, he did murder. it so well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was like that, like, fucking... Just using his words, and it's the same thing. Have you heard But he wasn't simping, songs? though, while he was yeah. singing. He wasn't, he wasn't like... What? He wasn't simping. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, like... He wasn't doing like R and B. He wasn't. He didn't have a shanti. Yeah. Plus, his know? production was on some like hard shit too. Yeah. Like uh, Trackmasters production and shit. Yeah. I can honestly say that like Ja Rule's music, after all that shit, because I really was like fuck Ja Rule. I wasn't like I wasn't immediately like fuck it. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I like Tala Hala and the song he did with Jay Z. I really I like the two songs he did with Jay Z. I really wasn't like one on the Clue tape. A yeah, ja yeah, Rule yo, fan. that's a classic song. Which one? Right? Yeah. That was tight. Which yeah. one? Murder um, He killed that, yeah. yeah. That was dope. But but he was dope, but then 50 made you kind of not think yeah, that he yeah, was dope, yeah, but then yeah. now nah, he but he wasn't music. Really that ever, shit ages well. I don't think people really... I never really thought he was that dope, honestly. It's like, because he came out right after DMX, and everybody was like, eh, yeah. he's kind of like a bootleg DMX. Yeah. Like, I don't know about this dude. <laughs> and yeah, so he, then he put out mad hits, and everybody <laughs> was like, he had like four songs on the radio at the same time. Yeah, yeah. He so was he kind of had to like him, and then 50 Cent came out, I was like, oh, I remember. <laughs> that's why they didn't fuck this dude. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I didn't like that. I, I, that song got you didn't like curly headed light skin bitches if you didn't like that song. <laughs> Bro, like, like, you must mustaches. Have, you never had a summertime in your life if you never liked that song. That was a, that was a, a jam. Like, What's the track? The joint with him and J Lo. Was that I'm Real? Um, I'm Real. Yeah, J Lo was real good at like getting that hood credit every oh, chance yeah. that she can get. Even now she's now. got a new song with DJ Mustard. She got a song with Mustard? <laughs> yeah. Man, she's terrible. good with that. That's dope. <laughs> Horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, <horrible>. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the voice you hear on the side, if you hear it at all, is Marvel Alexander. Hey. Uh, just, just to you know, just to let uh, the listeners producer know. of the song Shaba. Shaba, yeah. yeah. Um, the song with Shaba on it too. Yeah, yeah. The, remix. the remix. Yeah. It's a good remix. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, what did you? Was like hip hop your first like musical love, or were you in other shit before that? I read an interview where it said that you guys were like wanted to be like a punk band or rap, something like that. Like, uh, I mean, I wasn't. I just went to. A, I like listened to a lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. I, I think hip hop is definitely my the first thing that I was like really, really into. But like, I went through like a big like hardcore phase and shit too. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It all influenced me. At a certain point when I was younger, I felt like I had to like pick or something like oh like what should I be about mm-hmm. but then I realized like you could just do you and then it's like 
you know what I mean? You don't have to like be Choose a, a punk kid or yeah. hip hop. It's just like do you? And then like that, I feel like influenced like even how we made music and like how I rapped and shit. I thought like I didn't have to be so like. Mm-hmm. You guys were like hardcore in the jungle too, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, like I got in the jungle later too. Like that was like when we first. We were already together when we started get well when I started getting in the jungle, but then it started influencing my music and stuff, and it was just like tight. So what? I like still like listening to new shit. So what like, sort of producers were you in the jungle? Like uh, Dillinger, uh, Shy FX, UK Apache. That's like a vocalist. Cool. Though. Is he produced? It's cool. Uh. It's cool how the dancehall influence comes back around too, because like. All the Jama- all the jungle stuff is influenced by dancehall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, those producers are so sick. Like the yeah. drum programming on those jungle tracks, you just what yeah. are you gonna do with that? The yeah. drums are so. It's tight. cool too. I mean, it also makes sense too, as like dance music becomes more popular in America. I mean, a lot of the English shit show they were just kind of ahead in a way. Yeah, I think a lot of it actually because I was just at Coachella. Yeah, you, were that a while you guys obviously played there, well, but like about how British dudes. How much of it is ecstasy? Like a lot of it is the fact that like ev- like now everyone does Molly. Like a lot of kids do Molly, so like people are gonna be more into dance music. So yeah, but that's what was dope about like jungle. Cause it's like it wasn't it's like, some it was like super hard. It wasn't like some like, like, yeah, we're like too. doing like ecstasy. Yeah. It's like if yeah. havoc. It's like if havoc made dance music. Yeah, yeah. Mob Deep. You know what I mean? It's just like jungle shit. but it's dance at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot. I mean, at that time, there's so many split offs, like yeah, you know, house garage, like two step, like bro- you know, broken beats. Crazy That's what I trip out about dance music when it leaves its home, though. Like as soon as it leaves its home, it becomes like how how you view it is like, oh, this is just some dance music shit. But if you think about like house in like Chicago or whatnot, yeah, that was some hood shit. Germans exactly. get about jungle it went overseas and no. yeah. And then it, you know it gets turned into something else over there in the jungle. Yeah. That's some or I can't say for sure for jungle, but I know like dubstep and all that. That was like their like you know hood shit. Like well, like yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. dubstep, so. like Code Nine. When I interviewed him, like Jungle was his first musical love, mm-hmm. and he was one of the biggest like proponents of dubstep. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of like there's like a definitely close ties with that. And I think a lot of the musicians were like in like it was like South London. They were like obsessed with Jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. Um, comes over here and then like it just becomes like mutant steroid bro it's, it's just, <laughs> like it everyone's like mcdonald it just becomes like drug music drug music like the music that like fuels that certain drug did you guys see you know? yeah i saw calvin harris and that shit was weird so I heard, man, everybody was just did like you see that shit jumping. i didn't see it but people described it to me as people just jumping it was the, in the air I, like, at first i hate that Calvin Harris, like I think it's. I don't even know what that shit is. It's we it, found yeah, love in a hopeless it, yeah. place. He's the guy oh, that produced that song. Love in a yeah, okay. but like yeah, yeah. it's just like it's just like <laughs> like snuff porn dance music. <laughs> it's just like no, he just like mm-hmm. it's like no, just no groove. Straight just to like, the point. Just yeah, and but like very poppy and like like kind of like candy colored synth shit. Yeah, it's like it's like. But bitches like it though. Yeah, well, so they liked happy hardcore too. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just, yeah. As I as I be hateful, my, um, I'm part of my ignorance, <laughs> but I don't know the difference between like jungle and drum and bass. We was I, I don't. I mean, I don't think we're like experts on that stuff, yeah. but I think it, I I mean it, it's really, I guess it's just when it it got, it's like ju- when jungle got more, like broader. You yeah. know what I mean? Like more people were making it, and it was less of just this one scene of people I don't know so more people's influences started to come into yeah. that same kind of like BPM mm. so then I guess it would start to put, split off but yeah I'm not I'm not a really expert I just like like what I like you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I know like you'll hear like I feel like like we watch like some like jungle documentaries and they're like no this is like jungle this isn't jungle like, <laughs> so yeah. I don't really know like I don't want to like 
try yeah. to define it myself. Ruffling and drumming bass feathers. In New York, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like you have to be burnt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's nobody that cares who's going to hear this podcast. Nobody's going to get all angry about it. Hey, mate. Talking about that jungle, man. <laughs> this is jungle. That's drum and bass. There's a difference, blood. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. So, so then, what, did, what were you thinking, like, in the New York hip hop? Like, obviously, it was like the Papoose Saigon years. What was that? I mean, LA was not I mean, exactly I, cracking at that point. Yeah. Either. I mean, I was in the, I was in the like, Papoose and stuff and like Saigon. Yeah, you showed Saigon's first tape is a classic. Like, no, yeah, say yes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is a classic. I remember, I remember. A to Z, Z to A. I remember finding that tape and then giving that to my boy named Troy and then him coming back to me two weeks later like, yo, just thank you for this tape, this Saigon tape. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I remember being excited about him up until like the Entourage spot. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was excited about the Entourage spot. <laughs> I was I was excited. I was like, I think he's gonna he's gonna be the next dude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Even that, I guess well, that I, didn't turn out. I, I, I think I think anybody who, if you're still coming into to this with the idea of being the next dude or that idea of the next dude or next up, it's like you're already starting off because like you don't need to be the next up with the internet. You are that you you yeah, you're where default. you need to be yeah. right now. Like yeah, there's yeah. no well, next like, up. I, well, I thought yeah. about Kendrick in LA it was interesting because like like everyone was trying to be like this guy's the next guy, and you're like yeah. the new West, and like all these people had to try to create something, and like when it happens. Like Kendrick, like made a gr- two great albums in a row, and then yeah. like got popular, and then you yeah, know, he was to, that. It was yeah. just yeah, that, that whole idea like, about being the next thing, or what, yeah. they're gonna blow up next year. Like they, they'll be big scary, soon, dude. and but yeah, yeah like that's come on, yo, like, get that out of your head. head yeah, you know? was that like I'm in a lot of stress after because the EP that you guys put out was nah, super but it, hyped. but it was yeah, but not really. It wasn't like this is the next. I don't know. I'm happy it was like low key because then it was just like we got to focus on the album and just not have any like extra pressures. It was just like yo, we got to make a dope ass album. Like, yeah, and being in New York, nobody really gives a fuck either. For what, real, what everybody's doing their shit or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's just living, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody cares if you like what your EP sounded like. So like you come outside, people walk and do whatever they do. Sure, like there's so, like eight square blocks of like Williamsburg and like uh, Bushwick <laughs> that like no. cares. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like I, I'm not the in media. Those places. The, there is like a hardcore media element like that, like is upset, like is very in, like I've never seen it anywhere else because people in LA do not like there is no one that really I don't think reads that many blogs, mm-hmm. but in like Bushwick. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah you're right, you're right, yeah, totally. Like, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, just try not to pay attention. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the best. I mean, I think it was I like mean, that. Pay it, attention, but it was like that for indie rock bands in Williamsburg in mm-hmm. like 2005, 2006, where like every week they were like anointing it next kind of. Yeah, 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 you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. So then, how did the XL thing come about? Um, they, this dude Jamie James Medina, he hit me up, and then we just met, and like, uh, it seemed like a dope. Like when I first heard about, heard from them, I actually didn't know like what XL like was, but then like, I talked to Eric about it, and it was just like, oh shit, like this is a dope label. Like, so yeah. then, and it was like they were really cool. They gave us like, I don't know, like they were like, yo, we want you guys to make a Rat King like project, like all of us so it's just like they were in our corner kind of we're great with packaging and like we yeah it was cool yeah like yeah, yeah. i mean I'm it's, happy we did it no i mean it's smart show. though because if you think about going to a major label then the first thing like is like all right where's your single can this get played on the radio it's yeah. gonna like and then you have to like they're gonna put you with eight different types of songwriters or some people to shape it and like yeah, yeah. it never then you get shelved and that shit like i mean there's so many groups that why like, do people get shelved i think because they don't have a single I think it's like yeah. if they the moment and like or they don't so work it would just hard. be more money probably just 
like to have put it well, out. Well, and maybe. then it's like, yeah, that question has twelve different answers. Sometimes, but I, sometimes why do people get shelved? Because your A and R's boss's boss gets, gets fired, a new job, or yeah. gets fired. Yeah. Why do people get shelved? Because you know uh, they've never really intended to put out the record. Sometimes they'll sign anyway, you. You know. Sometimes they'll sign <laughs> like, people just so the other label won't have them. Right. That's you know. Or then like there's like certain art like you remember when like the odd like the odd future thing happened so like every label's like oh fuck I we need to have a weird rapper because this yeah, is yeah. gonna be the next wave mm-hmm. so like they're signing like I remember and like I interviewed LP once and he was like after Eminem broke and he was like yeah I went I got called into a major label meeting mm-hmm. and then like they met with him and they saw him and they're like hmm <laughs> like I think they didn't the meeting didn't go far they're like you're you're not like you don't look like Eminem or something. They wanted like another one. So he goes out and there's like eight other white rappers like in the lobby. Like they're just like rolling them in, looking for their way. I mean, you remember like that, that guy Jojo Pellegrino? Mm-hmm. Jojo Pellegrino was dope though. Yeah, he was good, but he got a major label deal. got the source, like hype, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like nothing. Or like Apathy was yeah, like yeah, another yeah. one of the white rappers that they were like, all right. So I feel like a lot of the time, like, and then some, like that's what I'm saying. So sometimes like a trend comes in, a trend goes. And then if you don't put get to put out your album before that happens, then it's... You know, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, obviously, it was probably important to kind of come up with. You guys are not making, you know, there's obviously the line like I know it was in a lot of reviews about like this isn't a '90s revival, and like how important was it to not be making like, you know, because there's a lot of part of New York where I think people are like it has to sound like New York. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though. Like, New York is like a very different place than it was in like the '90s yeah. and shit. So, I, I feel like we just tried it. I mean, we're not necessarily like, all right, we have to make it sound New York, but like, because that's something that's always influencing us every day, like, it comes out like that. And I think it just sounds more in New York than like other shit. That's like, just like, all right. So but it's like all you you were always saying, even a kid who's like 19 years old now, like, knows Biggie's album. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? So you, you still have to make shit that, like, people in your, who's like within arm's reach fuck with you know yeah I mean? dude you got it like and it's not that it's, it's like influenced a shitload by 90s hip hop but it's just yeah. you have to I don't know it's hard it's hard to describe you just have to like make I don't know yeah you can't be like consciously like oh we need to make some 90s hip hop like if you're doing that then it's like I like when I'm like writing and, and stuff like I like to listen to a lot of 90s hip hop to yeah. like inspire me definitely but I like to listen to a lot of other things too totally so I mean like on some level like 90s hip hop is amazing it's yeah, like, like totally. when you talk about like rock it's music favorite, made between yeah. 1967 and 1974 you're like it's or like funk music made in that like mm. the 70s you're like yeah, it's pretty amazing yeah, yeah no I mean I just think like it's like listening to other things you know what I mean yeah. and like other like maybe getting more into like southern hip hop or like just anything you know or like like we were saying, jungle or like grime or yeah. like things like that. Like that also, like if you can meld that together in a right way, then that's some New York shit because it's like a melting pot. Did you, know? you ever? Um, were you guys ever in Southern hip hop? Pretty heavy. Was it like did it get a lot of play when you were kind of? I mean, like up? yeah, when like I mean, like we were just talking about when we grew up. That was kind of yeah. when like Southern, Southern hip hop was there. Yeah. But like, I mean, just I don't know, like listening to Matt. Like I remember. Uh, like there was a period where we were listening to Mad, like those like old Memphis tapes with like uh, what's his name, uh, Tommy Wright, Tommy Wright Third, like yeah. listening to all that shit. Like oh, this shit's tight as fuck. It's like raw, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like some shit they recorded in like the basement. Yeah, it's like just different things like that, you know, like getting put on to things and like listening basically, just taking it in. It's interesting because you guys are like among the first to come up like solely in the internet, like with the internet. Like I mean, did you? I mean, 
guess you were probably what like 10 years old or like you're 20 now you're so. saying like like that so was 10 years like, ago was 2004 so it was like yeah i mean 10 years old like when the yeah, internet yeah, yeah. was pretty much already like nah definitely yeah i mean i think i was talking to like i was doing i'm doing a thing on mad villain and they were saying how like uh that was like one of the first albums to ever be leaked early oh, for real? yeah because like 2003 it got leaked okay um yeah no you're saying about new york uh, i think when we talked before we were talking to you, I think you asked me, like, what did you... I said it kind of reminded me of the Beastie Boys. Like, not in terms of sound, but in terms of, like, approach. Yeah, Maybe yeah, because it's just pulling from all De- these different things. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I but, mean, Beastie Boys are, like... Yeah, they're definitely a big influence on us, I think. And, all, like like you were saying, in, like, approach, maybe it doesn't... It doesn't sound exactly like the Beastie Boys, but it's, like... I don't know, a, a certain, like, eclectiveness on those albums you know what I mean it's like oh shit there's like this type of song and then like mm-hmm. this type of song and it's like all like naturally together though like that you know what I mean and like I know like I don't know I feel like they're from kind of like a similar background like, yeah just, like yeah what was growing up on the upper west side like, like Jewish dudes you yeah know what I'm I mean I'm not Jewish but I'm yeah. saying you know what I mean like, yeah it's just like same shit yeah what was the upper west side like when you were growing up it was pretty chill, dude. It was just like yeah. bagels and like blocks and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was every day. Cats, bagels and blocks. Cats deli. You got the capers on, on, on it or you nah, the capers? Nah, I'll be fucking with just the cream cheese and locks on everything's bagel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, What's yeah, the yeah. best deli? Uh, the best deli? I don't know. I mean, I used to get my bagels from H&H and I would like, but you, they wouldn't make them there, so. Like yeah. H&H closed down, so. Oh. I kind of like falling off. You be fucking with Murray's, right? Downtown. Yeah, Murray's bagels. On sixth and like seventeenth, uh, tall bagels too. Tall bagels, yeah, that's or Bar- too. Barney Greengrass and those things. Or is Barney? That's how I figured out one word. Um, Barney's, Barney's, not the store. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The place, it's up, it's up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, good babka of some sort. Babka. <laughs> um, so, with I mean. Does the New York thing just like get old? Because you've been having to talk about that like a million times, and like, get, I mean, uh, what are the comparisons? Because you always get like a bunch of comparisons, and like I know you're getting early Eminem. Yeah, I mean, a lot. yeah, I, I don't think it doesn't. I don't know, like, I'm, I don't really ever take it like a. Were you a fan of Eminem? Yeah, I was a big fan of Eminem. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, word. Like, yeah. I think that there's like a lot more to things I'm influenced by that maybe people don't realize but like that's cool whatever what is some of the stuff that you're influenced by that never gets mentioned by like I mean people we, like, like the, your, this, your secret influence basically you know I don't know yeah like I feel like I mean people don't people we always talk about like being into cam and shit but like that's something that if you got you, Puerto like, Rican that's judo that's definitely like cam is like I don't know I feel like I, I'll have verses that are like straight like some cam shit but it's like I have such a different voice and like yeah, what I'm talking about is mad different so it's just like no one gets it yeah. no one would know which is tight and like I don't know like on that tri- on like the intro I'm like it's like some freeway shit like if yeah. you listen I'm like graduated what's next everybody skin <laughs> college going what you have like it was like I was in but it's like some freeway on some like jungle shit yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. tight that's tight it's just like misdirection plays you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny Are because... you guys peep the album? I feel like people... Oh, yeah. I'm totally unfamiliar, and I gotta listen to the record. <laughs> yeah, you gotta listen to that shit. But um, I feel like people, you know, like, especially with artists, it's like certain people always like, you know, like, this sounds like this, right? You know, and they're like, okay, this reminds me of the BC boards. But a lot of times, kids, just because, like you say, like, you come from a certain part of town, had a certain lifestyle... You approach shit in the same way, on a, on a, like on an accidental way, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it comes out sounding like that, but then you know, just because you know what you guys are into, 
might add, like, you know, being in the cam and being in the freeway and being in whoever else that you guys had, you know, if you infuse that with that, it creates something new. Like, you think yeah, that happened yeah. with you guys? Like, yeah, I think, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like, I don't know, what do you think? Sport. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you never know what it's going to sound like to the person who hears it at the end of the, at the end of the, like, the process. Mm -hmm. But I think, I don't know, we play, we, even before, like, we were, like, I don't know, really getting any type of notoriety. We were just like playing a bunch of like shows live, and we, I don't know, I definitely, and we've tried to make a conscious effort of getting really good live and having that influence. Like, so that's kind of like a blender, like the live set is a blender for all our influences. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that and it's a good, it's a good thing to have that, and also be able to record shit on MP3s too, because mm -hmm. you have two mediums you can kind of work in, and one can start influencing others. So I feel like mm -hmm. we test out a bunch of stuff live before we ever record it, and then go into record, and then it comes out at the end like it is and I feel like that's another reason maybe why people say uh, maybe some Beastie Boys influences because they all like play like instruments yeah. and shit like that yeah that's true like, you know what I mean I was nah, asking, that's, that's, that's a blessing yeah. though because you get to play this stuff live yeah, first yeah. and then go record it yeah yeah you, you know? test out mad shit and you add new, like songs like So It Goes were completely arranged just from doing it live mad times that's did you come hard. up with the name from the Kurt Vonnegut thing yeah that's yeah. where it originally came from yeah you a Kurt Vonnegut fan yeah Slaughterhouse 5 is like my favorite book yeah it's an amazing book. Yeah. Any other writers you've been to? Yeah, I like uh, J.D. Salinger and like Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Mm. It's like J.D. Salinger is a good like uh, uptown <laughs> New York. Like, like I've been catching the rise, basically yeah. just like wandering around uptown. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I fuck with Vonnegut because he's just like his ideas are mad next, but he doesn't like so code it with mad bullshit. Like <laughs> he doesn't like <laughs> I'm next. It's yeah, not like yeah. he, like he, like people will, like write like a whole paragraph and there's nothing against like extra yeah. eloquent writing or whatever yeah. but it's like it's like sometimes a little unnecessary I think it's yeah. like but what he's describing is so next like yeah. the but world so, she's creating you forget about like, it you for, it's so next you forget about that it's next you know what I mean yeah. it's just like oh you're just reading the story and you realize like oh how he's putting this stuff together and like it's the simplicity of this perfect yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, I like Salinger too though cause he's nah, like, totally, just yeah. talking I think that's exactly. like the goal yeah. like it's like, that's why I think like writing the, the the hardest thing is like to do something like dope that's like pop too that's popular yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it should just, you have to strip down somebody. Like, I mean, with my own writing, it ends up being, like, very, like, too ornate a lot of the time. And you have to, like... But that yeah, shit's you tight, though, because, like, like, thing about Jay, like, he always talks about, like, oh, I, like, dumbed down my lyrics. But really, he, like, what he did was he, like, dumbed it down, but then he it was still just his neck. So yeah. it was just within this simple mm -hmm. format yeah. so much. So yeah. it made it just subtle. It was, yeah. like, I'm not even trying to show off shit, but it's, like, yeah. if you think, listen yeah. to it five times, you'd be like... Oh fuck! Yeah. Like, that's the next shit. But like, just yeah, you completely forget this dude is having a, a cohesive conversation with you. He yeah. hasn't strained his voice. He hasn't said anything you don't understand. Has completely got his point across. But then it's like, then like the more you listen, it the more you get out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think like, um, I'm just happy that also that like the album you were talking about like uh, pe like comparisons. Like people compare it to things, but with, I'm just happy that people are like, this is something new. You know, like I feel like. On, a, on the EP, people were like, oh, this is, like, kind of some, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. They were like, and that's cool. Like, yeah. And I'm just happy because we definitely were like, I, it just shows we've developed, you know? Yeah, no, I feel. something that it's own, its own, and, like, that was just a step in the process, kind of. Yeah. I mean, did, I feel, you, did yeah. you take heed to the criticism on the EP? And, like, all right, you guys said that, fuck that. 
Yeah, Let's one, do, do. we did one, like one time we did, but like, yeah. I don't want to say it anymore because like I don't want them to give us a shit with you. Yeah, but like yeah, we were like fuck okay. this, and then like yeah. and then it was just like what what's the point? Whatever. You know I, what I, I mean? don't know because like, people like the internet has made so many people lazy, especially on both ends, in, in musicians and people who report sure. on music, and you know what I mean? It's just like oh like. You see this, this label, this label. And you like, like people just copy and paste. Review the it from the press sheet or something. Yeah, it's just like, like it's, and it's bullshit. So I don't like, I don't know. That's that's. It's interesting. I was. Yeah, it's bullshit. I, I, I but it's just so fuck it. Like don't. Yeah, even, yeah, don't yeah. Even pay it's just an element of what it is now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But I don't like. I, like I, I want to feel. Like, I kind of feel like I knew what our live set was gonna be. So I eventually I knew it was only a matter of time. You know, you know what I mean? Like it only, it only a matter of time before people realize like, I mean like what's gonna like what was gonna be happening. You know what I mean? So I didn't really. From the early reviews, it's like, oh, okay, I, I see why they said that. You yeah, know, I was just anxious. I was just yeah. like, after that, I was just like, yo, I was just more hyped to like make the album now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was like, and then if anything, I wasn't like, I knew it was gonna come around. I was just like, yo, I can't wait for this album to come out. The real you know question I mean? was, does quality still matter in in writing? You know what I mean? Does like me taking the time to do something? You talking about still? music? You talking about in, in journalism? Anything like yeah, that was a question for the world. It's like yeah. you're making something. It's like, do, well, I think Kend- care I think if Kendrick I put this proved much? that. Like that, that was what was cool about it. Like he proved that it does matter because mm-hmm. like yeah. I, he's only put out like 12 songs that most people have heard or 13 songs that most people have heard, yeah. but he's still touring and eating off that one album without yeah. like. And you think about it, you're like, all right, he put no big guest stars on that album, really. Like mm-hmm. he could have put Schoolboy Q. It was pretty pop. He had a number one album, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He leaves him off his debut album, even though he's in the label. Or like, and there's not really other than Drake, mm-hmm. and that wasn't even the biggest single, you know. So it's like Schoolboy wasn't on Mad City at all. No, right. he just does like the yak yak kind of ad lib. That's a good ad lib. It's a good ad lib. It's a good ad lib. Sports kills the ad libs on our album. Like, yeah, my ad lib king. Ad libs are very important. Yeah, Jeezy, Jim Jones. I mean, if you think about it, like like French Montana, like he he made it off a lot of ad libs, a lot of Max B and a lot of ad lib. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marvel over here. We're talking about Eminem's ad libs on the early records. Ah, he was so yeah, the, the outside yeah, of ad libs. Yeah, yeah. Like he should have kept on. Stuff. He probably should have kept on doing drugs. Not like he could went too far. <laughs> that's that's, that's a fucked up. Story. No, no. He should have nah, kept on doing drugs. But it's the right drugs. Like if you think about it, drugs. No, but credit to the drugs. You remember baby mama? Like it's the baby's mama. No, no, it's the drugs. That's what you're talking about. No, no, no. What it is what it is 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 the is the industry, yo. It's That's part of it. I don't think he's having fun because, like, when you when you do ad libs, it's like you're enjoying what you just made. Yeah. You have to listen to it again yeah. when you're recording your ad libs. So if you're not yeah. feeling it, nobody writes down ad libs. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. like you just how you feel about the song. <laughs> That's how the dopest ad libs. Like you just recorded that verse, you're like, all right. Yeah. Now we're doing these ad and you just like kill it, and it's yeah. like, all right, boom, it's like not like unnatural and shit. Ad libs is like like when you fucking like yeah. <laughs> it's you like your ad libs like, are like you know prepare a beautiful plate anymore. and you like squeeze a sauce over it zigzag and you're just like, all right, now it's done. That's what yeah, it's, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Zigzag, yeah, get to that zigzag. Oh shit, dude, I, now I, I'm ready to serve this. For shit. like me, like on, I was like, I did like on this album, I was like, all right, like that was a challenge a challenge like the ad libs honestly because yeah, I was like I, I want to really like that. yeah exactly I was just the type of dude that would just rap like that was my verse and it was like dope but it was like that was it but like I don't know like um yeah but like I was saying I was mad influenced by Cam and Cam has ill ass yeah. subtle ad libs too like you listening through like and it's like I don't know like the way it's mixed the ad libs on Cam shit it's like 
you could not hear it at all. But then if you like listen a couple times, you'll yeah, hear clearly. it in the background. Like, yeah. I think that's like a Mike that's Tyson like a reference, and it'll be like, like, like yeah. "Young Mike," you know what I mean? Just shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. That's like, why. That's why working with Guru was so important because we wanted that element of it, like, be able to place those ad libs and the lead yeah. vocals just like perfectly in reference to each other, mm-hmm. so you could hear them, but you could not hear them also. You know what I mean? But I tried to like make. I would like do my try to get my verses like tight as fuck, and then on the ad libs, I would like do some try to do some like drunken style shit and just like. And more punk influence and just wild the fuck out. I like just more like, oh, like sing, like do crazy singing and shit over yeah. it, and then it like make that mix in the back. So it's like you hear the tightness, but then it's like has this looseness to it too. Yeah, those those dips at Adlibs. Well, they would like summarize the whole like what they've been yeah. saying. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, Jim yeah. Jones would be like summarizing like the last like yeah. four bars. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> tight. Yeah. It's just like in case I you missed like, it. I feel like I feel like are funny because it's like that's almost one of those things where. You know, like you're in the studio and you're recording, you know, this piece of work that you like wrote, you know, and then like you're kind of like, man, I wish I had a hype man like right now, you know, yeah. you're like, fuck it, I'll be my own hype man, <laughs> you know, and then you just get up and you just, just rep- I don't know, that shit is no, it's sometimes sport, yeah, sport is like the producer, but he's also kind of like the hype man too, mm-hmm. like because I'm saying like. Yeah. You did like Adler's I, I just enjoy Adler's Because I always think about like But that's Jim like Jones. some shit You yeah, like yeah. be hyping up our verse Like even when like The other day We were in the car Spinning yeah. a Jerry You're just like You know what I mean You're just doing it's Adler's funny. It's yeah, like, At this point it's kind of funny Everybody knows what Jeezy sounds like Everybody knows what Jim Jones sounds like So it's kind of do Adler's But it's kind of in reference To those dudes yeah. So you can kind of be Like kind of funny with it Yeah yeah You know what I mean So It's fun yeah What'd you guys uh, Get from working with Young Guru We just got like a really well-mixed album, I think. Did and he like, ever drop uh, any knowledge uh, about, like, you know, I mean, like, Jay or anything? Yeah, he told his, us his stories working with, like, Seagull. And, like, just working with all those, those dudes, like, in a studio and just being, like, having to deal with all these personalities at once, you know what I mean? And being, like, the engineer to be, like... And he, and he like, he was telling us how, like, you can go to, you can go to school and learn how to, like, be an engineer, but, like, nothing's really going to prepare you for, like... That, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Cam. And like just sleeping Jimmy in the studio, waking up, sleeping, brushing your teeth, coming back. Did you record my verse? Where's my? Is, who has my beat? Like, is he on my beat? Like, yeah, and all these personalities. And people trying to get on that beat. And like, probably, like, like, and like, the young nah, ones I need and like, speed, dip set like, and like, crazy. But then also, like, uh, I mean, I just think, like, we... We went, we tried to... We went, after we recorded the main layer of vocals with Young Guru, we went in with like our friend DJ Dog Dick who's like a noise musician yeah from and Baltimore. like he's Ill- he's really he's dope he's like he's like a sound uh, like <laughs> wizard yeah and like but like then we were really like at that point it was like we were it was like really noise influenced and it was like becoming next and next so I feel like Guru was really important to make it like I right, this needs to sound like a dope rap record like yeah. you need to be able to hear those vocals Just like, like the fat off exactly like, like and you know what I'm saying like yeah so I thought it was a, a good balance like to have someone like DJ Dog Dick and then Young Guru on two sides of the spectrum it's like yeah, that's, some rat shit. that's some Rat King shit it's like goes ah. back to the name you know it's like all the rats linked up ah. yeah. it's Full like circle. some King shits and rat shits, you know what I mean? So I mean New York too. It's yeah. Like yeah, yeah, the rats in general. Exactly. Then there's the rats in general. Yeah, totally. It's like it works. As many times I've been in New York, I've never seen a fucking. Rat. I've seen so many. That shit bugs me out because I like. Damn, kid. I've never spot, seen a rat. I've seen ducks. Walk by, walk by, rats. walk by some garbage. <laughs> yeah, there's spots you can just post like. <laughs> there's, me and Camilla used to just post up, and then like there'd be a bag of garbage. We know rats and just yeah. watch people walk, and the rats yeah. go down. They'd be scared. Yeah. Well, the Lower East Side, that shit is all fucking rats. Chinatown. Chinatown. Oh, New York. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't know it. Yeah. My girl Subways. just got some rash. 
<laughs> yeah, she has some like pet rats. Yeah. And my girl got a hamster. <laughs> you gotta get a like, yeah, you gotta get a cat just to kill all the cats. Yeah, girl's a cockroach too. Yeah, that shit's giant. No, it's not. Cockroach? I, no, it's dope though. It's dope though. I, I, it's I, like a little I like robot. It doesn't answer. look real, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got all the little like little. Uh, it's so you know, like geometrically like perfect, yo. Fucking insects, yo. Cats, man, they're tight, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you, are yeah, you high? Down, 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 pets, man. Pets, man. pets are tight. Pets. Cool. I fuck with pets. Man. Pets. How was Co- how was the Coachella the first the first cool. day wandering around? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was like, and also the sound is really fucking good. Dude. Yeah, that's what I like. I like. I don't know. Sounds really important in our live set. I think. We're also just getting better at like rocking a, like a bigger, bigger stage. festival stage, you know, like being a hundred percent comfortable. Was yeah, this your first festival show? Nah, we played Rock the Bells. We played like Pitchfork Paris. Pitchfork Paris Festival, like, like mad long. Yeah. Are you guys playing a bunch of festivals? So those are huge stages. Yeah, we're doing like what Governor's Counterpoint, Lola, Lola, Lola. 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 Is that Lola? Lola Oh yeah, yeah. Lollapalooza. Yeah. And then we're doing Governor's <laughs> Ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, we Governor's have some Ball, that's coming. tight. Yeah, yeah, Governor's Ball is gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Panda Bear there and just murked that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you described them as what Meriwether Post Pavilion meets diplomatic immunity. Yeah, yeah, if at all possible. <laughs> yeah. Some places like Eat, I think a song like Eat is like hit, hit it perfectly on the head. Yeah. Yeah, I saw his diplomatic community was did not get good reviews at the time. Really? Yeah, because people were just like, yeah, I remember I read this one review, like the AV Club when they. What year did that come out? Oh four, I think. It was a lot. Oh, maybe it have been oh five, oh four or five. Okay, I think it's oh four. Yeah, it was too weird. I think a lot of people didn't understand how absurd it was. Like, it's one of the most. It was so tight. Ridiculous whole whole. It's funny. Why do you think people thought it was absurd? But it's also just a lot, yeah. I think all of dips there's like a meaning there's like I mean it's I think purposefully absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but like also like dude, also like I thought Killer Season was ill, but yeah, that didn't get good reviews. The movie not no, the movie, I'm saying the album. Yeah. The movie and the album. Both the movie has... <laughs> the movie, like, Cam playing basketball. <laughs> so hilarious. That shit's <laughs> But yo, no, but, but hear me out. Like, that's, I think it was just a lot. Like, it was, like, overwhelming. Yeah. Like, diplomatic community. It's too it's, many like, tra- two CDs of just, like, tracks. It wasn't this, like, condensed, like, all right. Well, it wasn't, like, the blueprint. Hole is a like, classic this, like, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut down like this is like is you know what I mean it was just like that's everything that's like the like, funniest boom, song I've ever heard in my life but I love yeah I love Diplomatic Community that's like an album I could always just go back to and be like alright yeah, oh, I'll true. just play Diplomatic Community yeah. like, well they were all kind of like functioning at a high level at that point like yeah. they hadn't like I mean like a crew like Dip Dipset had to come apart at some point yeah I see you kind of I mean it, like I feel like everyone always talks about like it's a movement it's a movement but like I feel like that shit was kind of a movement actually. Yeah. Because it was like the some Harlem shit. shit. It was just like because it was Harlem a sound and, and like, like real life. Yeah, exactly. It to can't me, be a movement. It doesn't have. It doesn't have both. In New York, definitely in LA, it was not as like dramatic. Like I think, like Max B, he's the biggest Max B fan in the world. Every time I go to New York, I find find somebody to talk to Max. Talk to about Max. But like, there's no, yeah, there's not many LA. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, finally. Hey, so remember when uh, <laughs> this song came out? What does he mean by this? You know, he's like, okay, it means that. Okay, that's tight. Where did this happen? <laughs> Take me there. Yeah. Jail. Yeah, no, not jail. I want to That's one of my fucking worst nightmares is going to jail in a place that's not home. That's yeah. like, that's the, yeah. was the scariest shit ever. Unless you go to jail and you're like, Max B is your cellmate and then you have a sitcom. Nah, man, I don't want to be Max B's cellmate. <laughs> I'm ruin it. 
Yeah. See Max B cry because he can't go home. Like, no, you're Max B. Don't yeah. cry. Yeah. You're in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Boosie's home. It's for Boosie's free. Boosie's free for sure. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't catch the Boosie wave. That's some east side. If you I if you're in the Boosie, you I lived on. Boosie. You lived east of. Uh, you you lived east of Maine. In LA, that's some East Side shit. Like, east of Maine. Yeah, you you live. Yeah, I East of Maine. You live. You live south of fucking. You know, it's like Ingl- like the bottom of Inglewood. Like always the yeah. east, always the hoodie, hoodie, hoodie part. Right. That was some boosty shit. I didn't even know anyone in LA like that shit until like the, the ratchet thing came out of LA, and then I was like, mm, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> How you liking LA so far? Have you been to LA a lot? We've been there. I like like the weather. It's really dope. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't know how to drive, and like I don't, I don't like like driving all the time. Yeah. 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 So spread out. Like I wish drive. Yeah. I wish I don't don't drive, but I can drive. I I can drive, but I don't have a license. I wish like I I just wish like I don't know like the weather is so dope. Mm -hmm. That yeah, I wanted, I wanted to. Just I was thinking about like, like how would we feel to get bored of good weather. Like every day is just good. You come outside, just like <laughs> you don't get bored of it. I don't get Another bored of day. it. No. <laughs> but a lot of people do get bored of that shit. No, that's what I was saying. I was like, could, could, I was just thinking, could you ever get bored? Like, good but weather? we're also from here, okay, so that's cool. why. But I think people will not from here. But like when you're from here, you can't go to the cool because you're like, why is it raining? It's June. Fuck this. You know, like I didn't. You know, it gets weird, or like it'll be like just erratic. I understand that we're spoiled. There's certain things that I've seen recently. I saw a, a man in Minnesota in negative 10 degrees yeah. uh, begging for change for like three hours. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, but I'm just like... You give him money? Nah. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any more. Cup of love? Huh? Could have given him some cigarettes. <laughs> no, I, had, I maybe gave him a cigarette. Maybe. I hope so. And maybe a bit. That's it. But I was out there, I'm just like... I was like, this is... You know, like, I've never seen this. I've never seen yeah. a person do this. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen. Have you ever felt that weather though? I've never felt that weather. That's crazy. The weather that that makes you start thinking about the weather. Like out here, I feel like it's so nice. You just never like it was one of those days at Coachella. It was like it felt like the temperature outside was the exact temperature of my body. So you couldn't feel the weather. It was yeah. Just like, I'm yeah, perfectly like in you line like with the in weather. The womb. Yeah, it's just like wow. <laughs> I never felt like this before. <laughs> but but in, in in those extremely cold conditions, you just think about like wow, the weather can end life. Like yeah. I said, like freezing temperatures over a certain amount of time will put a dent on population. You yeah. know what I mean? It makes you think about shit like that Damn. and like times that that has happened Damn. in the past, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, this winter was just crazy in New York. I mean, not everywhere it was. I mean, not Every, LA, everywhere. Everywhere, but here, but this is our driest winter we ever had, though. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Like a crazy like, drought. Like, that's why the dust storms are so bad in Coachella because, yeah. like, it yeah. hasn't rained out there. Wow. Well, that's crazy. Months. But that shit is still nothing compared to negative. No, Anything. we're soft. Fucking no, very soft. A dust storm. Didn't yeah. Johnny's brother who lives in Ohio like take a cup of water, throw it outside, and it just freeze in there, turn yeah. to dust in midair? Like, yeah, it was like negative forty. Well, I always, I always think, I feel that like a lot of climate like affects m- music so much, probably more than almost anything, because mm-hmm. just like the kind of mu- like I don't know, like certain music sounds right in a certain place. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, were talking yeah, about this. We true. were talking about like, like our boy Jerry is like from the Bay, and he's just been putting us on to a lot of like. Like just hyphy shit, which is I think is dope. Mm-hmm. But it's like I feel like just the attitude they have. It's like I'm happy. Like yeah. I'm fucking chill. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. where I feel like in like New York, it's like 
yeah. like aggressive. It's just like well, a lot of moves. Yeah, those guys were definitely or like a grind. Yeah, rolling grind. Hard. It's like yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> making the fizz. They always had the good weed. You got the drugs first. Well, I always say like Mac Dre's feeling myself. Like if I were a therapist, like I would at the beginning of every session, I would make them play. Like just look in the mirror and play that song. Just be like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. No, just just listen to Mac Dre's feeling myself. Yeah, you'll be happy. You guys heard that song? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that he says, and then a lot of shit that Mac that 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 Mac Dre said. Period, was just like a breakthrough and like hashtag yeah. Mac Dre said. Yeah, have a Mac Dre voice, <laughs> hard. Everything he said was hard, but like a lot of things that he said, like it's it's almost like on the Kanye thing of like you know you 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 know you uh you talk you talk yourself into being that dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there, I remember the, there's a song that he had. Uh, it's called uh, what's that shit called? It's uh, it's called it's not my job. And the song, yeah, has, yeah, yeah, we've been that listening one, that. Yeah. with the intro to it, he says, like in front of a room full of people, you know, this is some shit like artists, they, they got to play politics and not offend anybody. Yeah. He's just like, you know why they don't play me on the radio? He doesn't diss the radio. He just says, I'm too hard. Like, <laughs> that is what he says. Yeah, yeah. And off, to, off top, that makes you think like, yeah, maybe the radio is wrong. You know, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. he flips that, like that that kind of boldness or whatnot. Yeah. That shit's so real. Yeah, it's my it's Emily, my she girlfriend's uh, ringtone in high school was yeah, too hard for the radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too, too hard, hard for the radio. radio. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what are you, are you guys doing all summer? Basically. Yeah, we're pretty much. We're going to when we get back. We're doing Counterpoint. That's in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're doing that, and then we're going in May. We're going on a European tour. Mm. So it's going to be tight. What, what, you what cities are you going to? We're doing London, Orange, Paris, Paris uh, Berlin, Berlin, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Mm. I think maybe somewhere else in Germany, too. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. A couple more spots. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't We're know. doing Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. Do you feel like people have gotten the record the way you wanted them to get the record? Yeah. 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 You mean, like, understood it? Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's what I was hyped about, honestly. I was, people like understood it what's the best thing anyone's told you about it that, like that they really liked I mean like I don't know what do you think somebody said they heard the intro where uh, my friend Ray talks about uh, being at uh, on at Jimbo's on Amsterdam on 125th and he said when he heard that the fact that somebody said that on an XL released album yeah. it made him want to throw his laptop just across the room like just yeah. Cause that's like some classic like, yeah, you know OG what I mean? like, shit but then it's like on this XL I don't know it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, tight. it's probably a sign of the times too you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like like I don't know what kind of rap XL what did they release before they did release Shabazz right they, they signed Azalea yeah. Banks and like they fell apart they so did they did like they did a they did a like development Tyler thing. the Creator put out his first record on yeah XL. and then um yeah. uh yeah. like M.I.A. Kala came on yeah. XL and then oh, uh, and then Boy in the Corner I think yeah, Adele oh, they made his Boy in the Corner yeah, 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 yeah. that was him I, I mean, they got that's that. Like, yeah. To me, yeah. that's the illest, like, yeah, that's XO, you know. It was yeah. Adele, too, right? The, the fucking, like from the yeah, record yeah. cover, every yeah. record. Yeah, from the cover, like, the cover, that's what that record sounded like. Like, it was, like, techie and, like, but, yeah. like, raw and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. in the corner, but, like, with the yellow. That shit is so tight in the, in the lettering. Yellow is so tight. Yeah. But it's, like, some. There's like, no yellow I've seen like that. That yellow, yeah. that yellow with that, like, black corner. He was wearing black a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he was wearing all black. Nike gloves. That shit was a. You guys been listening to the new grime shit, like the instrumental grime stuff that comes out of London now? Like, um, like I'm not an expert on yeah, yeah. yeah. it. Butters, yeah, yeah, all the yeah. all the butter shit is is hard. Swindle. But like, I'm, we've been listening. To, like, I don't know. Recently, like, we met this MC Skepta, 
Like Sketch. we met him out in New York, yes. and I was like, and I I wasn't really up on him before, but like, yeah. and he was around back then too, but he's like still doing it and like killing. Skepta's that dude though, right? Those, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, those yeah. dudes are so, and like his brother JME and, sh- and shit, like those dudes are so, they're like still clever as fuck. Yeah, like, Skepta like, is like Skepta's like the the guy that you can see like, oh, like you're the magazine cover dude. You're like the fucking XXL magazine cover dude but JME to me is like he's like the I murder like, dog magazine cover dude you know <laughs> dude J- I like J- JME's voice is just so ill and how he'll just pause for mad long in a song like yeah. and then yeah. like it'll like I don't know the way he flows shit is so yeah tight. to me those dudes are the cleverest MCs out like you know, JME I mean? and like, just grime I mean those dudes and also just like the dopest of grime rappers I think is just much more clever than most like mm-hmm. American MCs you think so yeah definitely. right now yeah. yeah right now yes yeah I don't know, man. Cause like you know, you you can bring up dudes like uh, I think yeah, I, I, you, you can dudes like, like Danny Brown, um, Earl. Those dudes are also mad clever. But I'm just saying, like the like I feel like I don't they, know. They, grime has this certain like simplistic cleverness that's like that's like a baseline for every grime MC. You know yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. that doesn't exist in hip hop anymore. Yeah, like you know in, I mean? in terms of like all over, like you're not gonna. There's not gonna be some one dude hanging with them rapping that's like whack. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, like all those dudes have a certain level that it's like, yeah, yeah. of niceness. I feel like. Yeah, you, see, you see, think you think that shit comes from? I had a conversation with somebody a long time ago. This is back in the Dizzy Rascal days. Yeah, and uh, I was just like, I was like, yeah, man, this shit is like. At, at the time, the only person that reminded me of that was like Ti, maybe. You know, I was like, this dude's really, really street, but this dude is really, really like. Not because you know there's there's witty, there's clever, they're smart, you know. But then there's like educated, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they you know, they take reference to certain things that like a dude over here wouldn't take reference mm-hmm. to, you know. And I, I feel like I'm gonna guess the British school system is slightly better than. I was gonna say way. I was like yeah. like rappers from Atlanta, like Just a dude like guess. Young Dro or something. Like yeah. he he has all these dope references, but it's like a culture of like education for like dudes <laughs> dudes out there, you know. And Plus they have a better control of the English English language in general. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know I mean that's where it comes from. Even Plus, going like, over there, Arrested Development. You know how like everyone like they're talking about Charlize Theron's character Rita is like actually mentally retarded, but since she's British, nobody realizes it. Wow. So like every British person's like ten points smarter. I would say they think they disagreed that the British are more clever rappers, but I I see the point. I also think that like, uh, I mean, this is outside of like the cleverness, but like, there's a whole culture within that where it's like, they're producers too. Like rappers aren't just like, oh, I spit and that's it. Like where the beats. Like those dudes are the ones producing the beats. So that adds just this whole like it's just like you know what I mean. It's like more like like there's all that work put into it and it's like they went through that producer although mm-hmm. I, I will say I think American rappers now are making more of their own beats because yeah, it's, it's yeah, a lot yeah. easier now dude too, I was so just yeah I was just chilling with Earl and he's like producing like most of his new stuff and I was like that's dope and yeah. it sounds ill you know Is that a, do you think that's better for the, the outcome the end result I think so. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can create new styles I mean, if you're making your own shit. I, like, Wiley invented fucking Eskimo and, like, all that shit just because he, he was an MC and could also make beats so he could just, like, direct it. I think mm-hmm. it can go both ways, in my yeah. opinion. Because sometimes, yeah, like, yeah. a rapper... The cool thing about, like, when you when producers rap is nobody raps over their own beats better. Because mm-hmm. you know your own... Like, you instinctively... Like, Jade, like Jay Dilla rapped well over Jay Dilla's beats, but I really wouldn't want to hear Dilla over somebody else. Even like Madlib shit, like he knows that. I'm not saying they're great rappers by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but they know how to rap over their beats like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, or like LP, like mm-hmm. it destroys his own beats. But then a lot of the time, when you're making your own beats, like there's not another person like kind of shaping you or being like, "No, nah, that's why." You know what I mean? Or like you don't have like another the mm-hmm. duo. 
you know, mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of good. Like a lot, that's why like a lot of the best albums are made with one producer and one rapper still. Yeah. Or, well, that's or what a we team were, of producers. Yeah, yeah, like, we were talking, I don't know, like, that's what I was saying, like, I don't produce, but at the same time, like, with sports, it's like, we're constant. like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, we all, we have the same, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? There's a certain, we don't have the exact same goal in mind, but there's a certain connection in what we want to make, so mm -hmm. it yeah. comes out, like, a certain way. And sometimes I'll be like, yo, you gotta make, because, like, I feel like sports can make, like, flips so many he can make like this type of this producer's type of beat but then it's like when he makes it it's like not that yeah. it's like his yeah. so word. I'll be like yo you gotta make some shit like this yeah. and then he'll be like word and like maybe like maybe yeah. he won't or maybe like it'll be like oh shit yeah. that's what I like about the album a lot is it's it's very surprising like and I don't mean it like in, in terms of I didn't expect but it's like you don't know what sound you're gonna hear next or you don't know mm -hmm. what influence is gonna, it's like yeah, zigging yeah. and zagging kind of through yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. especially with the skit or like you know the that was like talking kind of providing like it gives like a cinematic kind of feel to it almost like the Wu-Tang kind of stuff where there's you know voices kind but of that, that's what thing is dope about growing up listening to that because I feel like 90s albums were like movies at least totally, to me like sure. doggy style you yeah. just, just like before, right before I used to yeah, go to sleep even the W Ball skit like I, it yeah, puts I used you to into go to the sleep listening to albums just being like like this is like a film I'm I mean, in the chronic I mean, I mean definitely yeah, yeah, like, those skits shit, are I mean yeah. we talk about Big Pun like you know yeah. you're packing the Mac in the back of the act like yeah, that yeah. shit adds a little if they're done well Red Man you know Chicken Head Convention like there's a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but even then man I feel <laughs> like there's a part of, there's a part of like the fucking Coachella, like mid 2000s when like everybody <laughs> was kind of like anticipating I don't know, people seem like they were in a rush, so skits, like, died. Like, well, no, nah, just, you gotta be funny, skit. man. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're yeah, not yeah, funny yeah, yeah, yeah. or poignant skits, or, like, yeah, you yeah. have to have an idea. You can't just do skits for the sake of doing skits. Definitely, yeah, like, yeah. How many bad skits you have we heard? YG's album? Dude, I, I, I just started listening. It's and I heard it, it's, it's dope. It's I heard stories, man. Dude, I heard the, what was me, the, the song with Kendrick? The song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the song with Kendrick on it, that I just heard that, and I was like, what the fuck? I need to keep this I, album. I've never really been a YG fan at all, but when I listened to his album, I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah, yeah, So that just means it's really great. Like, no propaganda, just, it yeah, was yeah. Just good. I, I think you gotta go, I mean, Kendrick, I think definitely, like, kind of set the bar a little bit higher, and like, the, the, yeah. the I don't think, the, I think the narrative, because it, it's like, it's too, it's too full, because it's like, you can be do a narrative album, but if it doesn't sell well, then nobody gives a fuck. It's like that's not like. But then the fact that Kendrick had a best-selling album that was narrative, yeah, that was narrative-based. Mm. Like then people are like, well, we can do this now, and like yeah. maybe people want to hear this now. And I think that that's ultimately, you know, people gravitate that's to what stories. Most artists wanted to do people, anyway, yeah, but that totally. label shit is like, oh, no, we 14 just singles. singles, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then and yeah, and that's dope though because I feel like, uh, like the album is become like there was a. I don't know, like the album kind of lost value for a while. It's like no one even was yeah. listening to an album. But now Digital it's like Age Napster scared. I don't know for some reason now, like people are like the album. It's like yeah, yeah, people, are people into were really they weren't they were into that that Kendrick's album. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It wasn't one song in there that mm -hmm. I mean for me it wasn't one song in there that I was like oh that's the dopest shit out. It was yeah. the album. It was the yeah. ride that you got. You know what I mean? Like to, to be honest, the times haven't really changed much. Like back in the nineties, there was people putting out albums that had no su substance. But the difference is. 20 years later you're not talking about them anymore mm -hmm. well I think a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the yeah, 90s exactly. and I think like nobody wants to talk Except about it the dude who made Return of the Mac which is the that harsh. was the tightest song ever the tightest song a great song ever <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was ever. one of the tightest songs ever I, 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 I swear to god every time man 
<laughs> I've never um, seen a dude like play like do that. That's not what I want to do on every record. Like if a bitch breaks my heart, I just want to be like, you know what? You lied, but now I'm about to go get more bitches. It's so uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. I just like you need to have a cape when you listen to that song. You need to have like a flowing mane and a cape, yeah. just like arms outstretched, be like walking through. Cover that song. No, we don't. You think you think Drake will do it? Dude, he got oh down. yeah, because he'll like rip off everything. Yeah, 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 like he yeah, ripped yeah, off yeah. Slayer's <laughs> Five. <laughs> make it a ballad. Yeah. Wu Tang Forever. Um, I'm like the biggest. I'm like the biggest. It's like a token thing on the show. It's like everyone comes in and they're like, Drake is a genius, and then I'm like, I hate Drake. I love Drake. Yeah, everyone likes Drake, but it's fine. Like you know, I, mean, you, I, mean, I, like I, I used to I'm be super opinionated on rappers, but you gotta look at. I mean. I don't fuck with Derek Fisher's basketball playing style, but you have to respect him as like. No, a, no, no, no. Are you like comparing respect? Drake to Derek Fisher right now? I'm just saying. I know. Like, no, 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 no. NBA, NBA, <laughs> I don't NBA, think Drake NBA is like players a, to no, rappers. You know no, what I mean? No, I don't think like Drake is talentless or anything. You know what I mean? Like I think he's talented. I think he has some good songs. I just don't think he's nearly as good as everyone thinks he is. And I, I, think forgot, I, does, I, I forgot where he's LA. I forgot where LA. I get what he does, dude. He is really good at what he does, but I don't think in twenty. I don't think in twenty years. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think. I think. I don't think it's gonna be timeless. Drake, but, to, I'm me, wrong. to me, Drake is like the closest thing to Jay Z as far as like longevity is gonna go. Like I think Drake will be rapping 15 years from now. I see. I think he'll be acting you know? 15 years from now. Yeah. I, I think. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's that great of an actor. I think he's a better rapper. You don't I have to be that great of an actor. He's Justin actor. Timberlake. He's just like Justin Timberlake. They're like very Justin gifted Timberlake's entertainers. A great actor, you guys are making. He's a great actor. Right now. I don't good. think he's a great actor. He's fine. He's fine. He's great for who? Justin Timberlake. He's good. I don't know. They're charming entertainers. They're good entertainers. They're very good entertainers. Actors like like musicians turn actors probably ever. But that's not really Tupac. The end. Yeah, Tupac, yeah. Tupac, yeah. Tupac and Will Smith, the end. Yeah, Will Smith, yeah. Tupac and Will Smith, I love, dude, I, I evil, swear to God. Evil versions of each other. They're both evil fucking, fucking the same bitch. Like, they have, yeah. like... Hey, Kid Cudi's a good actor. Yeah. yeah. Is he really? Yeah, he's a really good actor. And, but he has, he had that role, but I'm sure. You don't really know, though. on screen, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like, see him. Yeah. Like, I he, thought he, he was, was the, the best only person real, in like yeah. those other dudes. I was like, what? This you dude can only tell though when someone's not York, playing obviously. themselves. Yeah. The kid Cudi is like, if you're a good actor, or not. Like, otherwise yeah. you just the only dude reason why people think York, act, like, rappers dudes, are good actors is because they're so charismatic. Because if to be a popular rapper, you have to be insanely charismatic. So like, but and that translates on screen. But when you can do a character that's not you, then then you're actually I think a good actor. I just saw Juice at UCLA. My, my lady made me go to, mm. on a surprise date. Yeah, it, it, was, it was tight. You could be like an actor. Yeah. I don't know. But like the, the producer. Bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, the, no, you the director from uh, from from Juice. You know, he Ernest said Peterson, his, right? Yeah, he yeah. said his, his he said his piece, and he was just like, I've worked with hella rappers. And I like working with rappers. He was like, Tupac was the most surprising dude I've ever pulled up in a an um, audition. He was like, DMX has a photographic memory. You know, like Snoop Dogg is the most professional person yeah. I have ever ever worked right. with. You know, and like a lot of times, you know, I think. Rappers get the worst of it, but musicians are looked at like, like what you do is like some charlatan shit. You know what I'm saying? This is like easy to do, but real talk, if you see a like a, a rap group perform, how long are you guys sets? Like 40 minutes yeah. usually. That's 40 minutes of fucking words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot of uh, content to keep in one's head and like like deliver and like you know have the elocution to do it, yeah. and then have this dude be in sync with that dude. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like you have to like if you're yeah. if you can be a popular rapper, mm. you're charismatic enough to do a lot of different other things. Whereas like most actors can't rap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 
Like, I, mean, I saw Daniel Day Lewis kick a freestyle. She was popping. Oh, for real? I saw his son kick a freestyle. Not <laughs> popping. He's got a son that raps. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Not tight. Your face, Tom, right H- Tom Hanks. Is, yeah, because he's a New York kid. He's like from like yeah. he he goes to I think Sarah he went Lawrence. To school with a kid that, went, that I know. Yeah, I think he goes to Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, with the Vice, the yeah, Ezra yeah, Marcus. Yeah, LeBron yeah. rap. What? LeBron James rap. No, I haven't. I heard about See, it. See, athletes but in rapping is a is a it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal and it stops there. Shaq was, Shaq was the best basketball Sha- player rapper. for sure because of all that charisma though. Yeah, yeah plus he did yeah. ill songs. And plus, he, I mean, get he came out in a good I time I, where like yeah. he knew what was dope. Yeah. Like, yeah, it someone was fun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iverson could rap. He could definitely yeah, could rap. Iverson? Are you kidding me? Iverson is the worst rapper ever. Yeah. Yeah. Jewels? Jewels? Come on, I would. Kobe nah. was the worst. Kobe's sure. not. Kobe no. was like wooden. Kobe is not worse yeah, than yeah. Iverson, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe. Kobe. I don't even know why we're talking about which is the stinkiest <laughs> pile of shit. Yo, Kobe. Don't man. talk about Shaq that way. Iverson is my man, yo. I'm telling you, but. Kobe yo, his his verses yeah, just don't. Have you heard the basketballs beat, ca- basketball or like uh, best kept secret record? <laughs> yeah, it's like Diamond D like lacing like Dana Barros and I, Cedric Sabalo. If I was Diamond D, I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to upcharge these dudes so much, <laughs> so yeah, much. It, I think Tony Parker raps too. Yeah, he, oh yeah, 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 yeah. we yeah. did a whole. Uh, he's a French guy. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, Freddie Gibbs on. We did the whole episode. French basketball rap. Yeah, I think he's pretty wild. Um, but he rolls a rap entourages too. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he throwing bottles. In the yeah, club. he was in the he was in the thing thing <laughs> with the thing with the, with the guys throwing bottles and shit. Right? Wasn't yeah. he in the club then? Was that the Drake? Yeah. Fi- the the is the Drake? He got hit too. Like, <laughs> Tony had to wear a mask for like like three months. For collateral right? damage. Crazy. <laughs> it's the I, wildest anyone ever got from the Spurs. I honestly, man, yeah, he Tim, he Tim Duncan posted up by the bathrooms, being like, "What?" <laughs> he was just like when Tim Duncan's song, Tim he was Duncan like so side. disappointed. Like Tim Duncan like, just hitting on girls coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's the easiest. You're like, is that Tim Duncan? <laughs> but that's like the layup, though, dude. That's the Matt Bonner just listening to the, <laughs> the downstairs turned down. Shout out to uh, Matt Bonner. Yeah, I went to his party All Star Weekend, the Alt Star Party. It was like he <laughs> was the whitest event of all time. Can you go in there? And it's like it's like it was so weird. It was like very awkward and indie. Like the Walkman played and like that guy Win Butler from Arcade Fire was like projector or what? It was just it was just very it was cool. It was a good party, but it was, it was weird. All the NBA like all the bloggers were there. All the basketball bloggers. Yeah, different world. Yeah. I know right. sports writers get fucking drunk fast. All right. Yeah, all right. Drunk. It's the part of the interview where we're just like, we're going <laughs> to Like, we're going to be listening to the podcast. That was such a funny, like... Sports writers? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they give you beer in the press room at the Lakers games. That's really? why they're like... Uh, yeah, I write about the Lakers, too. And, uh, and Clippers now for the playoffs. They're so trash. All right. All right. We've we're been talking for an hour and 12 minutes yeah. right now. Shit. Finish it up. Thank, all right. Yo, thank, thank you for coming for having us. Yo, thanks for having us, man. All right, cool. Try to pick up the album. So it goes. So it goes. Yeah. The best way to get out, like Facebook, Twitter, you go on Twitter. He runs the racking team. I run the mixing team. That works. Controls only the souls that go to sleep to sink and dissolve. I set a drift in between the concrete and the mist, just another inner city bliss. Now that you see this, the way the gray controls only the souls that go to sleep to sink and dissolve. I set a drift in between the concrete and the mist, just another inner city river bliss. Uptown, soul of American century, no dispute. Outgoing coop, Malcolm gets shoot, shot. Harlem screaming, how come it's you? Not some other fucker at that other one spot. Got Dini to see the schemey. Junkies who would easily deceive me. Believe me, monthly must be easy to fuck with.
God this day I'm in the corner quiet, what's this shit? Seems I'm either puffing that bliss or cuff on my wrist Yin and dang, eat this thing and with pain or bringing that grain Either way, yo, it's all the same thing Dang, dang, might it be worth it? Life in the circle, writing my journal, my journal style Sitting in blows with the prettiest pros Mixed with the gritty and gross I pity die, hideous schmo Now the idiot schmuck still giving the fuck But I pity him as well as I can too Prepare to, I, I, I did